Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com. We are more than music. By introducing you to your future favorite artists today and giving homage to the MCs that helped pave the way and the people who helped build the hip hop culture from the past, we celebrate God's heritage and his heritage is his people and our heritage is hip hop. So please follow us at HeritageHipHop.com, become a member and experience more interviews podcasts youtube music and artists profiles that we celebrate as a part of the hip-hop culture starting from new jersey around the world this episode is also sponsored by transparent credit repair the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world changing your life and your financial future only takes 15 seconds and to do such go to heritagehiphop.com and click on the link for transparent credit repair by filling out the application you get 20 percent off of all services and you get to change your life so open your wallet up to more income instead of paying out more debt by going to heritagehiphop.com and filling out the application for transparent credit repair you change your life in 15 seconds On this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, we go back to talk to one of the pioneers. Shout out to Black Sheep. Shout out to Dress of Black Sheep, who's continuing his legacy by not only representing the past, being a solo artist, but also continuing his legacy with a new group and his own movement on his own label. Yeah, we got to give respect to those who helped line, line up the game and lay the groundwork for us to not only appreciate the music, but to see the growth and experience the, 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 the appreciation of the game as well. So I'm not going to talk too long. With that being said, check out the interview and I'll come back with the rest of my commentary when the interview is done. Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today, and we celebrate those who help make hip-hop special for us. And on the line tonight, I have one of the most innovative, smooth MCs that you are jealous of, and you hate to admit it. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, this is the Black Sheep Dress. Well, Fair first enough. and foremost, yo, thank you for coming on Heritage Hip-Hop. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me, fam. It's all up. Alright, so I want to ask you this question. Let's go back into the heart of what was hip hop like when you first came into the industry? Ah uh, man, um, hip hop was so amazingly dope at this point in time. Um, it was, it was just, it was like a, it was like this girl that you had seen around that you finally get kind of get a chance to to talk to and know and get to know and. You're talking on the phone and you're hanging out and this, that, and the other. It was that's that's kind of what hip hop was. It was this this young pretty girl that we got all got to kind of hang out with and and kick it with and get her perspective and offer our perspective and and it was always taken sincerely and and it was real and you got a chance to peep other people's perspectives through her eyes almost. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was kind of dope. You know, it was a real selfless time like. That uh, you know, like I was running with the collective, the Native Tongue Collective, and um, it was an amazing time in life to 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 be in the room. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, like to just learn so many things. Even some of the things we learned at the same time. You know what I'm saying? But some of the things you were being shown, and um, you know, like you had to pay, be paying attention, and um, 
and 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 you had to look into yourself to to your offerings. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was just dope. And even on a regional and and <clears throat> by coastal and even uh, cross continental aspect, it had its own. Um, it's on around the way girl, so to speak. And, and everybody was, was being introduced to, you know, this chick in their own environment, so to speak. And, um, and, and we all saw her the same, you know, so, so, you know, there might be different slangs and there might be different variations of what that region offers, but <clears throat> there was a lot of us getting the same thing at the same time. Like you know, like a, a real pub pub pubescent <laughs> moment in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, the girl, the, the the world smelled good. You know, he, he, right. even though it wasn't far from what it is now, I I think we saw um a lot of what what of what could be, and and we pushed a lot of you know we definitely was a voice of of what existed. But we also offered a lot of, you know, opportunity if, uh, if we just believed in ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 yeah. even to this day, you know, like, yeah, there is systemic things that are definitely <clears throat> and have been to our hindrance and an obstacle. But just as those before us, you know, like, like, rise anyway you know what i'm saying like 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 you know like we, yeah we're in the process of you know being able to to vocalize some of the things that that must be changed better than ever before i think and we're probably closer to them being addressed but regardless <laughs> you know what i'm saying rise anyway like 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 you know that's who we are like and that's what we offer the world and and let's be that again, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas the music today, you know, like not to belittle it, I, I definitely see um, how advantageous the the business side of of what's offered to the artists today. You know, like I I I, I commend how well they've monetized and and um been able to make a brand and been able to create platform and all of all of the business aesthetics, you know, are, are are much greater than, you know, what I've known and been privy to as far as being an artist. But at the same time, the artistry has diminished to a point that um it's just become, you know, microwavable and and computer chipped and, you know, just synthetic, you know what I'm saying? And um you know, hopefully we can get to a place, you know, moving forward where there's just a little more balance, and that's what the whole scenario needs, just a little more balance. Well, let's take it back to the art form of it, because hip-hop today, I think, is not a far cry of where it was, because some of the same, some of the same um, so-called negatives, I guess, people have about it existed back then, and... I remember when Black Sheep first came out, you were looked at as a rehashing of something that people didn't admit that they really wanted. 
you were besides West Coast MCs, you were one of the most um clearly smooth style influential MCs that came out at that time. Where did you did you ever see somebody ever try to knock on try to knock on dress because of his delivery? Because he was so smooth when he flowed, rather than someone who was you know, you know the style back then. You know what I'm saying? But you were more you know, you were more influential with a smooth flow. Did you ever see yourself get kind of get um compared to like a Big Daddy Kane or something like that when you first initially came out in the game? Um, not 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 really. Um, not not to that degree. I mean, um, I I I've definitely uh been fortunate that um I feel like like I've kind of been accepted on the strength of of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been able to be me for, 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 for my entire career, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, though, I'd be never <clears throat> one to, to not acknowledge, you know, people that inspired me and, and that I think were dope and, you know, like, you know, that I even see to me, like, you know, little pieces of, of different artists that I respected, you know what I'm saying? Inside of me, you know what I'm saying? But, like, but it's not anything that is overt or anything that is, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, 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 I you know, I, I don't feel like I take from, I, I feel like, you know, like I, I'm just made of, you know what I'm saying? More so than, you know, like, you know, but, you know, like my influences being like, you know, like a just ice, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, like, like I always feel like, like he was dangerous, but intellectually, like, you know, like just in step, you know what I'm saying? And, um, or Tito from the Fearless Four that I just always felt like he was just um, able to able to paint a picture or Slick Rick even you know what I'm saying whereas you know like I I could see you know all of those MCs inside of myself you know what I'm saying okay. but you but you wouldn't necessarily look at me and you know and go to to any of them you know per, per se you know but you know but. To look at it, to examine it, you you'd be like, okay, oh, well, I could see that, and I could see that, you know. But um, yeah. you know, like like especially coming up when we did, like, you know, like, um, hip hop was us finding our, our our voices, you know, what I'm saying us finding ourselves, you know, and um, it, you know, like it, it, it was it was a dope time in life for me, you know, especially like I said, being in the room. You gotta imagine the Calliope sessions that, you know, I'm in a studio session with Daylight, Tribe, uh, Jungle Brothers, Beat Nuts, Chiali, to, you know what I'm saying? To, you know, Brand Newbie might be hanging out that day or what, you know, like, like literally we're all in the same room and one of us is working on music and we're all just kind of just vibing out together. Like, like that happened, you know, probably like two, three times every week, you know? Like it was just a a, a dope time in life. Right. I could feel that. I could feel that. Cause I mean, when I think about the times in which you came out, y'all came out at a progressive time in hip hop where a lot of money was coming into the industry. And when black, it was just trying. You know, saying like like I feel like like Puff and them really kind of pulled out the the, the million dollar deals and b- video budgets, but like that was like like all it we seen that come in, right on our heels. You know, what I'm saying like. Like it, it, it was, it was definitely a time when things were, when when the guard was changing a little bit. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, like I said, when 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 Wolf and Sheep's Clothing came out, 
it was like a, it was like a, it was like the continuation of bringing jazz and funk into the game with a smooth orator that brought life into the music. One of my favorite tracks from um, Black Sheep when y'all first dropped was In the Meantime. All that right. I thought was one of the smoothest songs I've ever heard in my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, right, and very intense. Everybody knows like the coming. singles. Yeah, I'm right. sorry, good. No, 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 I think coming was, it was coming behind the, the skit. So that, yeah. that was like the perfect contrast to what you just heard. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, you know, a very smooth song, you know, and that, and that, and that was about in the meantime. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I, I mean, it was, it was, it was more, it was a, it was one of your non, it was a typical, you know what I'm saying? Like some people believe hip hop was supposed to be the, the hard dude, just, you know, whatever, or you had the smooth leather, leather, leather boy type thing, but mm-hmm. you were able to deliver the rhyme in a way that not only was it palatable to the people who were looking for the extra rah-rah, but you was able to express and tell stories in your rhymes. Like I said, everybody knows the singles. Everybody out there don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to Dress of Black Sheep. You all can look up Strobe Light, honey. You can look up The Choice Is Yours, which you will touch on before the end of the interview, and things like that. But as hip-hop goes on, the influence and the impact of Black Sheep is more than just that album and then flow. One of my favorite songs that you did was, what was it called, Yo, with the brand-new heavies? Oh, yeah, Steady Up. And that's one of the best live concert exhibitions ever MTV ever did was that spring break when y'all did the brand new heavy thing with Naughty by Nature and Salt and Pepper and everything. I want to uh-huh. ask you, as a, as an MC, which, what, what, what hits you more? What, what's more delightful, rocking with a live band in front of a crowd or rocking a hit in front of the same crowd? Um, I, I, I much prefer... The DJ aesthetics, like, you know what I'm saying, where, where, you know, like the instrumental, the DJ, you know, rocking it, you know what I'm saying, be it, you know what I'm saying, the vinyl itself or, you know what I'm saying, or, um, or even, uh, you know what I'm saying, through, um, any, any, any form of, uh, the, the latest technology, you know what I'm saying, like, but just having the DJ and, and, and MC aesthetic in itself, I, 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 I love that a lot. But the band, I, I love, I, I, I having rocking with a band is just under it though. Like rocking with a band is dope, but I love the the aesthetic of playing what we created. You know what I'm saying? And even playing with that. You know what I'm saying? There's times when you know, like like uh, we'll do a, a a remix of sort. You know what I'm saying? To what you what you think you're what you're already familiar with. We'll play with that, but kind of in the DJ MC capacity. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to it being something that's live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sound is sound, but there's something like with hip-hop track, it's something like when the bass hits, and then with a live band, it's something when the spirit of the music connects to you, you know? Right. Um, yeah, and I mean, as an MC, like I said, your delivery is one of, you're one of the few MCs, I believe, and I could be wrong, and it could be a matter of preference to a lot of people, but you're one of the few MCs that I think that can deliver cellular the same way on a live track the same year where you deliver on a recorded track because of, of your delivery. As an MC, how important was delivery to your technique and your style? Oh, man, um, to me, delivery is paramount. You know, like, it, um, you know, ultimately, you know what I'm saying, like, to be an MC, like, and, and and it happens so frequently, like, you know, like, 
you'll write something and and life will walk into something you wrote. You know, you write something that's just really abstract and and life will walk into it or someone will walk into it. It'll look like you're talking about someone or you look like you're, you're talking about a situation, but it's just some abstract notion that you might put out there. You know what I'm saying? To say that um, we all write write a lot of the same things to a degree, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, like it's, it's the same body, you know, we, we'll replace the heads. But it's the same body, and um, so therefore, it it all breaks down to to the delivery, you know, saying how 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 it's brought to you, how it's said, you know, the inflections, the the cadence, you know, saying how you know, saying just how melodic it is to to your ear, you know, saying like like how captivating, how you know how staccato to you know how softly to whatever, you know, saying, but but that becomes something that differentiates you from everybody else that has the same body. You know what I'm saying? Like like we all got these same bodies but just different heads. So how you gonna differentiate really comes down to, you know, how how you make it palatable. You know? You're gonna live forever as one of the MCs that you have a guaranteed number one multicultural, multi multi-genre breaking song and the choice is yours and in the song you actually talk about your crew which is the native tongue movement right for those of them who don't understand who the native tongue is especially in today's era of the collaboration why was the native tongue so big and who were they and how and how was it being in such a powerful group or movement at the time um well native tongue is a collective of uh, brothers and sisters that were very much, you know, saying, uh, like-minded and shared, you know, the umbrella of a sound that was, <clears throat> that was familiar to the depth that it was something that, you know, you felt, you could, you could feel all of our music. Um, and it consisted of De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, uh, you had, like, Cats like the Beat Nuts, Chiali, uh, Queen Latifah, Moni Love. Um, it was very much kind of fathered by uh, Red Alert. And um, we had, like, you know, like family that we ran with, like a crew called the Violators that basically, you know, kind of was like, 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 uh, Red's, <clears throat> Red, like, like Red's brothers, you know what I'm saying? But, 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 but family to a, 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 a like damn near a security crew you know what I'm saying but even be brothers to the, to the to everybody as well like it was just this dope scenario of of a uh, of crew that was all prolific and dope artists and you know even spawned you know um you know dope affiliations you know like when you hear a, a black star or a common or you know saying um you know, even the Pharrells and things thereof, you know, like, like, those are all like, like product of the native tongue, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, you know, sonically, you know, like singers and what have you, you know, like, they, you know, like, it, it, it definitely was reflective of something that was strong and, um, and, 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 and black, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was definitely something that, is missing today, you know, like as a voice 
that that needed to be heard now, like, whereas, you know, like, there's no better time for us to be able to, you know, have some of the, some of the, the strengths that, uh, that are strong, that are, that are strong hip hop brought to the table, you know what I'm saying, than, than right now. Um, you know, and hopefully that, that's what's about to happen. Like, I'm actually, uh, about to start a podcast with, um, with Moni Love and, uh, and Mace from De La. It's gonna be called, um, the Native Tongue Cast. And, um, so hopefully that within, the, within the next month or so, that should be starting and, um, you know, we're all working on projects and we're all doing different things. I have a D and D project that's coming up. That's like really, really something serious. Is an entire album produced by Dilla, and um, that'll be this summer. And that's got features from Bun B to uh, Freeway to um to Jay Sands to um shoot man, uh, so many people on it. CeeLo Green, Chuck D. I got Chiali on it, my songs on it, um, Del the Funky Homo Sapien is rocking on it. Like like so many dope cats. And my man uh Alexander Simone, who's the grandson of Nina Simone, uh Centoria. Like like shoot, I got Afro and uh and um Lil D. I got uh, a man source money on it. Like it's the project is crazy and you know, and it's all produced by Della. So you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, to the continuation of um of exactly what I've you know been doing for for going on thirty years now. You know, and you and you've been great at it. You were great at it because even as times change, and the reason why I ask that question is because the thing about hip hop I don't like right now is that everybody collabs with everybody to the point where it's overdone. Where when you had a crew like the Native Tongues, right? And everybody mm-hmm. in the crew is so different that when you collab, you really got to see how truly inspirational or a great MC was to have to stand out with other entities in the game and yet still have a crew that could just 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 tear it up anytime they touch the mic. And everybody's style was different. You know what I'm saying? Because you said yeah, the no beat nuts. The beat nuts are 100% not like De La Soul in terms of right. sound. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But but yet it's all but but yet you know but the, we're all using the same machines from the same records damn it you know what I'm saying like it's all how we hear it and how we look it up and you know what I'm saying like and this is my word and we all were in the rooms together like you know like early in our career we all were in you know we we all spent so much time around each other but we all maintained our, our you know our own piece of 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 who we were and and pushed that forward. But we all, you know what I'm saying, but we all came up together. We all heard each other blossoming and seeing each other shine and then, you know, and, and pushed each other forward. You know, like we we all got sharper as a result of us being around each other, you know. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something. The hip-hop industry has always been driven off of keeping MCs apart, especially business-wise. Cause the, con- the contract was like you couldn't work with this person and you couldn't work with that person. How did y'all maneuver around that and still be able to be exceptional as a group as well as artists on different labels? Um, you know what I, I think? Is, is for, I think most of the labels kind of respected who we were to each other. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, you know, whenever we did something with each other, I, I think labels respected it enough to to not step in front of it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 saw that it was mutually beneficial, you know, to to them, you know, what I'm saying as well as whoever 
whoever's record it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, I, we we never really had a lot of issue with that, but I but I do understand what you're saying as far as you know when competing factions a lot of times have you know a rec a, a product in in the marketplace that's competing. You know, a, a label will you know try to pull pull you know some the the okie doke so that they don't have to compete against themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but I you know I get I get it for sure. But and, and you know it happens, but. We 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 were definitely fortunate that we we pretty freely you know as far as out at least as far as black sheep you know is concerned and as far as what I saw I I never saw us ever having any problems with doing records with each other you know I no one I no one ever was talking about they couldn't get a release or anything of the sort. Well, um, well let me ask you let me ask you this when black sheep kind of separated or, or separated as a group and you went out on your own. How did you find your sound? Because on some tracks you kept it jazzy, and in some tracks you went really, really, really bass instrumental. I would say where the bass actually dictated some of your beats. How did you find your sound and your and, and your and your maneuverability as as a solo artist as yourself rather than just the the marquee headline in a group? Um, you know what? Honestly, I I, I, just, I just stayed close to what I felt. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as just as as far as what I felt in hip hop, you know, like if it felt good to me, then I moved with it. You know, what I'm saying like I, I definitely wasn't trying to, trying to remix. I I felt like there was so much more uh, in the vein of what I offer that hadn't been offered yet. You know, what I'm saying like I wasn't finished with it. You know, what I'm saying so I was like, you know, like I'm just gonna stick to what feels good to me. You know, what I'm saying and um and and that's really all I've done. I. I feel really good at this point because I've because I have a career of music that I've done that I can stand next to because it all feels good to me. You know what I'm saying? Like literally every every solo project that I've done to every collaboration to every Black Sheep project, like literally every song I've done, I'll, I, I'll stand next to proudly that, you know, it, it all comes from music that I, that feels good to me. You know what I'm saying? That, I'm, you know, like I'm not, something else and I'm not trying to, you know, mimic anything and it's, 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 it's me, you know what I'm saying? And, and it all has the potential to be something great given the opportunity. Like, you know, like I, I feel like I got plenty of music that hasn't even, that that's years old, that hasn't even been discovered yet. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like the Everton project, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, but hopefully this D&D project, um, you know, reminds people of that. You know, and, and, you know, like people kind of get pleasantly surprised that there's a whole gamut of, 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 of projects that I've put together over the years that, um, that speak to what it should be, you know? Let, let, let's talk about something that you just said. Um, so I want to ask you a double-sided question. Being sure. a part of a collective, you get so much from so many different flavorful MCs in your group. And unfortunately, we had to pass in the fight in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And Fife was one of those MCs that when he finally opened his mouth on the second Tribe album, he was like, where the hell was that? The whole first <laughs> album, you know what I'm saying? Right. And for the love that Fife gets throughout the entire hip hop um community, how did Fife influence you? And tell me about the uh, tell me about the making of the song um Peace Fife as well. Okay, um well Fife was a good dude, like, and 
And and you're right, like, you know, like, Fife's first album and second album is us literally witnessing, you know, saying, um, growth and, and, and believing in yourself and, and, you know, saying, and, and, and just, and, and, and just letting it go and, you know, and, and be, and becoming yourself. You know, saying we, we've all witnessed fights become himself. I think that's why he's so endeared that, you know, like, like, you know, we, we, as a hip hop community, we saw him stepping into himself. And one of the dopest things, you know, like that, that, I think that's a lesson for everyone to just, you know, to just embrace who you are and, 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 and feel free enough to step into yourself. You know, don't be afraid of yourself. Um, but something that Fife really did to me that, for me that was really dope, um, to, like Fife, you know, like we used to hang out a whole lot, all of us, and Fife was a cat that had a moral compass. And, you know, mind you, like, you know, like we project kids and things thereof, and sometimes, you know, like we could be a little bit crude and crass and, and fast, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, like I remember one night we was all hanging out at this spot called, um, Powerhouse, this club called Powerhouse, the building. And it was at the end of it. And mind you, we all, we're all young. And shoot, I'm saying like, you know, 18, 19, 20, you know, like that was probably the whole range of maybe about 12, 15 of us. And, you know, maybe 21, a couple of us. But just say, um, so after the club, we all jumping on the train. And literally, you know, like 10, 15 cats jump the turnstile, but Fife goes and pays. Gets his, you know, gets his token or car, whatever, and pays. And I'm standing there waiting for him. And I'm like, same telling myself, I'm like, I know he's not, you know, I know he sees everybody that jumped. I know he's not scared. But that was Fife, though. Fife just had a moral compass. Whereas if he was able to do the right thing, he'd do the right thing just because it was the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And it would be years later before I could really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when you're young and you, know, you could jump the turnstile, you'll jump the turnstile. You know what I'm saying? And it's only when that shit bites your ass that you'd like, you know, damn, you know, like, I, I didn't have to jump the turnstile. I had money in my pocket the whole time. You know, now I'm caught up for some, the one time, you know, that I got caught, it, it negated every time I got over, you know, but that was fights. Like fights had a moral compass and, and I really, Learned from that, you know what I'm saying? Sincerely. So, so you, you talk about um, you talk about Everton. Now, if everybody doesn't know, Everton is you and Jerobi from Trial uh-huh. working together. Yeah, inspiration yeah, yeah, behind that. Well, how that happened? Um, and where's that going? <laughs> um, I, I got I got my own label it's called Pool of Genius, and you know, besides putting out some of my own solo projects like uh, AWM or um, from the Black Pool of Genius, I uh, I thought Jerobi would be dope to put out a solo project. So I used to be asking him to um, to put something together, you know, and, and he never wanted to do it. He was in Atlanta at the time. But he wound up moving to New York. And when he got to New York, I was like, all right, Jerobi, you got to do some recording, man. Nobody's really heard you like that. Like, yo, like, like let's put something together. So he's like, okay, bet. He comes to the studio, and I'm figuring – the easiest thing to do <clears throat> would be to do a song with him to kind of ease him into the water. So we do a song. The first song was called Keep Keeping On. We even got a video for it. It's dope. Um, just to say, uh, 
you know, like we do the song and it comes out so dope. Um, like we're playing it for people. He played it for Tip. Tip's like, yo, y'all, y'all need to keep, keep, you know, keep on. Like, you know, like make, do more songs. Like y'all should do something. And, you know, I hadn't even thought about it because I literally just wanted him to do some recording, but we just recorded some more and it was dope. So we just kept recording and next thing we knew we had 20 something songs and, um, so we put out a project under the moniker Evertan. Evertan is native, spelled backwards. And, um, like, it, it, we got a dope album out there and a bunch of videos on YouTube. Definitely check us out. Um, and maybe down the line, you know, saying we'll do another one. I think, yeah, y'all, y'all voices actually complement each other. So I want to ask you this. What was the difference in being in a group with Mr. Long, salute to him, to then being in a group with somebody who's not known to be your MC and y'all made hits that made that, that changed people's perspective of hip hop and how people and how veterans can deliver hip hop. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I feel like it's all a part of who you are at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, rocking with Long in the group aspect was definitely dope. Whereas you know we kind of both kind of had our walks. You know, like he present tracks and. I'd present concepts and, you know, and, and write and, you know, and, you know, like, like, like it definitely worked for us. And even in the recording process, you know, like we, we definitely helped each other be the best we could be. Um, I feel like, like doing something with Jerobi where he's been a fly on the wall, not more than a fly on the wall, you know, in tribe sessions and tribe, you know, um, um, constitution and and foundation on stage and you know everything like you know like so he's got this this ability that's with him within him as well that i felt like you know like he just needed to tap into and 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 spit out and you know like it it was dope to see him stepping into himself as an mc you know saying whereas he wasn't necessarily someone that was known for rhyming to do an entire album with me, you know, like it, it, it was dope. It was dope to to push him and uh, you know, and and to see him be the best and and that he could be, and then from there step into the the the, the uh, latest trial project, you know, and he was ready for it. Yeah, he was. He was. He he showed off. <laughs> he <laughs> he easily showed off. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and see, that's what I mean, like. You've always been around, into, and you've influenced a bunch of sounds. One of the groups, I think, in hip-hop that don't get talked about enough was the Legion. I love the Legion. All right. You know what I'm saying? My people. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Now, 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 I remember when the Legion first dropped, very bass-heavy, and you had three distinctive voices. And it was like, yo, they nice as hell. Jingle Jangle, I think, was the first single I ever saw from them. Mm-hmm. That's when you did yeah, the hook sure. and you had a verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it seemed like it was unfair that back in the day, like I said, you would get so many people and you would get like a familiar face around those people, but it always seemed like the industry had claws on, on things and you couldn't get the full aspect of what people, or what people got or, 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 or were given. What do you think happened with the Legion as far as them not going with to where, to where they could have went? Do you think the industry did that to you, or was it just people trying to profit off of your face, Chi Ali's face, and then, I'm not saying they didn't have a face, but I'm saying it seemed like people just didn't push them the way they deserved to be pushed. Yeah, definitely that. Um, they got caught up in, them, in the politics of 
at the, at the time I was dealing with, with, with Mercury and Polygram. Um, you know, I had brought them out on a, on a, um, on a, uh, the deal that I had, uh, as far as I had an imprint called One Love that I did a deal with, uh, Polygram. So they were one of the groups I brought out and I brought out this female, uh, R&B group called Image out of, out of, out of, out of the bay. And, um, the Legion, you know, like they're dope, but they got caught up in the same semantics that the second Black Sheep project really got caught up in. Like, you know, Universal was in the process of buying everything. Uh, it was an entirely different staff. Um, and, and as a result, like, like Black Sheep started going through some internal stuff, whereas me and Long were about to break up. The Legion were caught up in all of that. And, you know, unfortunately, like, they got to a place where, you know, like, like they definitely had made some noise and, and I wish that they had just kind of pushed forward as much as they could independently at that point. They're doing a lot more stuff right now, but, but really at that point, I, I wish that they had just kind of just, just pushed the ball on their own a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And, and pushed it forward because I, I think they're an amazing group and, you know, it's unfortunate that they don't get the accolades that, you know, that, that, you know, should be available to them. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely real hip-hop. Yeah, the Legion Groove was great, even that video. Yeah. That, that was, that was, that was like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that mm -hmm. back when I was a little younger, so I wasn't able to really go out and be buying albums left and right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I remember Rap City, Legion Groove came on. We knew what that was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. And, about. um, and even, even now, is it beneficent? Oh, beneficent. Right? Yeah, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. and that's, uh, that's song with you. Shout out to Ellis Sensei in the video. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was, no it, doubt. it was like, it's like real hip hop does not, and when I say real, I mean from the heart, not industry creek driven. You know what I'm saying? Right, no doubt. Real, real hip hop has a, has a scent of being able to survive, live, and breed new influence when you hear it. Right. Being, that Always. makes you a legacy artist. Correct? All right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I appreciate the love. It's all good. Yeah, so I mean, what what do you think holds people from your generation and back from continuing to deliver sounds, music, and influence? When I mean, I know people try to say hip hop is the young is the young man's um driven industry. No, it's not. The business mm -hmm. aspect and the people who are funding it try to tell us that lie. But right, right. your generation from before. Y'all can right. continue to make great music and influence. Why do you think people aren't as active as they could be when it comes to still delivering sounds to fans who will still remember, acknowledge, and love y'all, period? Well, you know, like, because I think of some of the myths that, that is, you know, that, that is pushed out there, that, you know, it, it, it just makes it seem like it's, uh, like it's an uphill sport. And there is a contingency of, of cats that are going to be naysayers and then, you know, there's, there's definitely the young cats that, you know, will say, I don't mess with the older cats and the older cats that are bitter. But there's also the much greater contingency of, of people that you're just talking about that would respect it and, 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 and love it. So, you know, I think a lot of older cats <clears throat> have just got to keep, you know, like, like just keep pushing forward the reason why they started, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 and, and, and just keep believing. And, you know, and, and it, and it's there, you know what I'm saying? But the, the moment that you stop, then, then, 
then it's over. Then, you know, then it's stopped. You know, so, I mean, in my heart, like, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've got so, you know, like, I feel like any other artist of any genre of music that has that has more music in them, you know, so that's just where I'm at on it. But, you know, I think it's for cats to just keep, to keep rocking, man, like, and, and for platforms to respect good music, you know, like, good music knows no genre, you know what I'm saying, like, it, it, if you could be dope at any age, be dope. You know what I'm saying, and and I hope people will always respect that. You know. Yeah, I do too. And, and as a as a person, since you put since you put time frame into it, let me ask you: as music has evolved with beat making and production in hip hop, as an MC, are you do you feel more fulfilled? <laughs> it's a hard question. Excuse me. <clears throat> an MC can write to anything. Not or not a rapper. A rapper could just rap, but an MC can create and write to anything. Is it easier for you to write to today's music, being that it's more sonically open than yesteryear's beat and and and, and loop type of production? Um, like honestly, like there's things that you 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 that are more pleasing to your ear. So I mean, you know, I think anything that that I find myself feeling you know like like you know of any time frame you know that that makes it easier for me to hear something to it um but i think just as a mode of operation like like i definitely feel much closer to 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 things that are a little bit more uh more boom bap in 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 nature (laughs) you know what i'm saying like just you know like i i I, I, I can I can I can touch some of what exists today, but I'm not. Some of it is so regurgitated that you know, like that I'm that that I prefer to 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 let it slide by. Like, like I think also think part of being a, a a good MC is to know what you sound good on. You know what I'm saying? And not that you can't jump on anything and make it sound like something that you can stand next to. But I think it's also for you to know the things that complement who you are and, and what you bring to the table. And, you know, like, there's certain joints that, you know, like, you'll hear and you'll be like, oh, that's a, that sound, that, that track sound like Busta. Oh, that track sound like Ghostface. You know, like, oh, you know, like, I, I, I always hear the track, oh, oh, that's, that's my track right there. You know, and those are the things that, you know, like, I, I, I love those tracks. You know what I'm saying? Because what I bring to those is, is, that you know, is is art, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have something artistic for it. But um but art also is being placed in a situation where it's not something that you pick. You know, where, you know, for me to do like State of Yelp, you know, they, you know, that was a track presented to me. For me to do um first and then with uh with uh handsome boy Milo school. That was a track Prince Paul presented, you know what I'm saying? And you, you know, you take those things that you had nothing to do with as far as the creation of, and you bring a piece of yourself to it, you know what I'm saying? And, um, or you, or even you picking, you know, a, a certain type of track, you know? So, I mean, you know, different things create different scenarios, but, you know, I, I think as long as you tr- stay authentic and, uh, and, 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 and you think out, you know, like it's good to live with whatever you're about to create for a little bit, 
so that it could speak to you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't always have to speak to it. Sometimes music will tell you what, what should go on top of it if you just listen to it for a bit, you know? So then has the voice of the beat changed with the technology as well as the feeling, or do you think it's just being able to translate it when you come into your creation? Um, Some of both, you know, some of both, because um, I think – I think there's times to play with, you know, a cadence and things that might be a little bit, might be structured a little bit more for today, but might have the, 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 you know, might have the persona of, of what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there are times I think where you can show the dexterity of an MC and, and just touch what they do, but really not even touch, just just run through what they do on, on, on your way somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? But just to show, you know, you know, that's just, that, that, you know, like that you can acknowledge what it is, but you can also differentiate yourself from it in the same breath, you know? So, I mean, it's all there. And I, I think this is a dope time for all dope artists because right now there's so many people that are I put like this, you know, me young was a bunch of cats that that got loved because we sounded like no one else. A lot of these cats get a lot of love because they sound just like some you know what I'm saying? And you know, this is a dope time right now to sound like no one else and cut through the noise, you know, like in, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a this is a dope time to to just create, you know, like to, to 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 be some of the things that aren't there, you know. I don't I don't see the Marvin Gaye. I don't I don't I don't I don't see the Curtis Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? I I don't see the Barry White. You know what I'm saying? Like in in our hip hop right now, you know. And you know and and all of that is is applicable. All of that is necessary right now. All of that would stand out like a sore thumb. Right up. Hmm. So what's the most frustrating thing about hip-hop and you, from your point of view, being that you've been in the game, you've seen the game change, and you're still able to contribute to it? What, what, what um, frustrates you the most? Um, I think just the, the, the gatekeepers are a little bit frustrating, whereas they, you know, like, like, they, they, we've taken a lot of power out of DJ's hands. DJs used to be the cast that introduced us to new music. And and every week, they was introducing us to new dope stuff. Now it's all syndicated and everybody's playing the same thing. And, you know, we think it's a hit, not because it's dope, but because it's got 10 zillion views. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish they didn't have views on YouTube and all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you should like it because you like it. And, and DJs should be always introducing us to new music and, you know, and, and, you know, and what matters should be what's relevant, you know, and don't get it twisted. You know, we've always had a silly song or a dance or a, a, a moment of just sheer unadulterated whatever. That's always existed, but that's never been the entree. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all got us eating this cotton candy, you know what I'm saying? Like, for dinner <laughs> and um you know like 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 that's not the variety the variety that we're missing is at this point 
causing us contamination. You know, like we 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 could do better. You know, and hopefully we we start. You know, it's a new year. Yeah, Flex said that the radio doesn't break records anymore. Now that's what the it internet does. is for. But but and that's I, not I, I, don't, I don't either. But I will say this: the internet gave way to genreism now, and that's something hip hop never has been accused of is genreism. Like mm. now, because the radio, terrestrial radio, is so porous in delivery, that now the mm. internet radio came up, and now you can get people who play their style of hip hop to an audience that they like, and that keeps a lot of the um hip hop alive. True, true. I think I think you have true. been yeah, I think you've been beneficial of that because while black sheep or dreads is not something that people may know mainstream as far mm-hmm. as now where everybody learns about Lil Dirk and things like that, I think I think now it's dope that I could I could go to my son or daughter and say, This is what I used to listen to and then we could pass on the the legacy of hip hop rather than to get sucked into the so-called normalcy of genreism within hip-hop. How do you feel about that? I totally agree with what you just said. What you just said was amazing, and I agree with you 100%. The one thing that I would offer in conjunction would be that um that uh, what a flex believes isn't, you know, like, like it doesn't have to be that way. You know, like, like, our music doesn't have to be just, you know, um, two red cups and, you know, and, and, and a Maserati. You know what I'm saying? And, and our children should, you know, like, 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 I feel like this, you know, like, I come from a place where we grew up on our parents' music. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that was the difference in us creating ours. You know what I'm saying? Like we were able to stand on the shoulders of our parents' music and create art. Like there's nothing wrong with these kids growing up on the music of their parents. You know what I'm saying? And to create this, you know what I'm saying? I, I dare say it would it would have so much more um, foundation. You know what I'm saying? In, in reality, like the, you know their music is. The, the 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 bulk of what's popular isn't even reality based. You know what I'm saying? Like like <laughs> it, it literally isn't. It's it's an embellishment on the best moment of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's that's not reality. You know, and you know, like but it's all still there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like like sometimes, you know, we walk we walk by our wealth looking for riches. You know what I'm saying? But the wealth right. is still there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like we, we, we could still, you know, just, just step back, look at the scenario and, 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 and readdress it. You know, it, it, it's right there. And I hope every artist sees that. Like, it's right there, like, to be dope. You know what I'm saying? Just reach into yourself and do it like only you can do it. Huh. Part of that responsibility in hip hop that you've massively um, also hit is um, the social awareness. We're in a time when social awareness seems to be back in the game as well. I want to ask you a question. Dilla Drums is one of the, I think, most refreshing songs I heard in a long time. Thank you for right. making it. Thank you Pop for piece. making it. Um, now that hip hop and, and, the, and the culture of people of color in America seems to be more social, seems to be more political, seems to be more economical and more business savvy 
What do you think is the direction hip hop has to go to achieve capturing the voices of people who do music at the time today? Um, I think I, I think there's new agendas for us. Um, you know, and and I think everything that we've been through is has led us to it. And I think the new agenda, honestly, is is it sounds corny, but it's like things sound corny. But until you realize, like, but we've never done it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, unity. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, if if we have more millionaires in our music than ever before, you know what I'm saying? Then we have to be able to look at each other not as even competition and definitely not as adversaries. Um, like, we're family. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what coast you're from. Like, like we have to... Excuse me. Look at the systemic walk of of us, and you know, understand that you know, like we were divided, we were subjugated, we were disenfranchised. You know, like so many things were done to the degree that anytime anyone of any color does anything to anyone of any color, they could be doing something to a family member, literally. And until we start seeing in us, the, you know, we. To, to look at each, see each other and, and trust, like we now have all of these millionaires. Like, like no one should be throwing fifty, sixty, seventy thousand or whatever cash throw in a strip club. Like, we should all be um, parlaying, you know, resources into our community and doing things that we, that that they won't, that we don't have to ask for. Like, you know, it's time for us to start purchasing land and. And creating our own wealth, you know, um, in, 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 a, in a real community-based nature. And that's, you know, that's how we get strong. You know, like we see that our vote, we see how powerful our vote is when we move together. But everything works that way. You know what I'm saying? Like that was just a microcosm of how strong our, our voice is. But if we all move like that with our dollar, our dollar becomes that strong. If we all, you know, say move that way with education, then our education becomes that strong. You know, saying like everything that we apply unity to, we have the power to change for our advantage. And it's just us being on code and not not looking to fail, not looking, not expecting to fail, not not allowing each other to fail. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 that needs to be our mindset. Like, you can't fail because we're together. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's where we're at now. Like, like, like we've conquered so many other things individually, but now it's time for all of these great fingers to form a fist. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, 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 and to, and to erect, you know what I'm saying? Our, us you know, unified, that, that's what it's about now. And, and that's how we win. Like, that's, that's how we fight. You know, like, that's how we make a difference, you know, unified, and that's on all fronts. And I hope that, you know, our music starts illustrating that because that's what time it is. For, that's, that's, that's the next move. So... The main thing that brought us together is how we're going to start finishing in this interview off is the music. So with knowing that, oh, knowing all that, 
and knowing that you have people who listen and look for your voice, is there any new music come out, and what do you have for your fans to expect when it comes to something going on in your life, period? Well, I got a new project coming out. Um, like I said, I, I was blessed to get permission from my dukes to go through personal files of Dilla and create a project. So I have a project that's coming out this summer that's entirely produced by Jay Dilla, and um, it's called No Words. And it, it's 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 an amazing project. It's it's the album that you know, like I feel like when cats talk about you know, like a golden era, and you know, like especially if you want to you know explain it to a to a young someone younger younger generation, this album you should give them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's called No Words because I, I could show you better than I could tell you. You know what I'm saying? And this is the album that you you know you're gonna feel something in in 2021 that isn't really synonymous with what you feel in 2021. You know, so I have a real special project that I, I put together, and um, I can't wait for people to check it out. Um, definitely stay in touch with me at uh, poolofgenius.com, which is my website. You can get passwords, see videos, merch. Um, I'm on IG at Black Sheep Dress, and uh, on Twitter at Dress Black Sheep. And um, you know, just doing what I've been doing for like <laughs> a minute now. Lo- I, I've been being who I am longer than I haven't. So it's, 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 it's a good feeling, you know, saying that I have made a career of, you know, just rocking mics and, uh, and making music. Bottle up. That's what's up. So everybody, you got dressed some Black Sheep's IG. And my, my, um, all I'm going to say is for everybody, just let you know, Heritage Hip Hop does not believe in streams. We believe in buying. Because if the I... internet grid went down, you would not own your music. So mm. after going through 2020 and now 2021 being a bastard as well, if you have somebody that you love and you're fans of these legacy artists, I would say please buy the music and support them because that guarantees you more music and it keeps them all, it keeps them rocking and know that they appreciate it. You agree with that, that's sir? Well, I definitely do, sir. Appreciate that. And, and that's what it's all about. So we're going to get some music. Remember, everybody, we, we, we buy. If you stream to like it, cool. But if you like it to love it, own it. You know what I'm saying? Alright, now, now uh, before we close out this interview, I like to play a game called the Rapid Fire Questions. Um, I would like for you to play play that game. Are you ready to play the game with me? Let's do it. All right. Well, the Rapid Fire Questions are not yes no questions. These are questions that I've made to to, to show your depth of hip hop knowledge and appreciation of what you've done for the for the game. Now, because you've been in the industry, I have different questions for you than I have for an up and coming artist, and I like to get your words on it. All right? Sure. Okay, so my first question, being that you were the, are in the industry, is this: What do you think is the most important song you've ever made? Propagation. And what? Well, tell me why. Um, Propagation is a song that I wrote to my son and to all kids of color. Um, it's something I did maybe about about five or six years ago, and um, my man, music maestro, who I met through showbiz. Uh, hit me with the track, and um, it's just literally one long, you know, it's it's just straight through. There's no hook, but it's, I wanted to write a joint that I felt all all kids of color needed to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just felt like that record didn't exist, and um, so, I, so I made it. And and to say that, you know, like, it's, it's, not, the, it's not the popular record, you know, it's not something that, uh, you know, 8 million people have heard, like, you know, Choice is Yours, but 
as far as important, like I, I think it's one of the most important records that I've ever read. And that goes into my next question. You wrote, you made a, you made a record talking to young black boys about their life and the importance of them growing up. My, my question to you next is this. What message in hip hop have you not heard yet that you think needs to be delivered since you made that record? Mm. Um, I think there's a lot. You know, I mean, just, just reality based truths. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's so much going on in, in our upbringings right now, in our households right now, in our relationships right now. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, we're at a point where, you know, like, we're, we're more accepting of so many things that, you know, that you're free to kind of speak, you know, your reality. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's all kinds of, honest realities out there right now that I think the world would be open to understanding, you know what I'm saying? And especially if they're authentic and, and, and they have girth, you know what I'm saying? Whereas you can, where you can get something from them, you know what I'm saying? Like, like across the board, you know, like, like, like there's plenty of things that, that I feel like can be brought to the table, let alone, um, principles, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, how to how to identify you know assets you know what I'm saying and and how how, how and, and the importance of you know maintenance and you know like replenishment and you know like like all kinds of things can be brought to the table and made to sound dope you just have to be dope to do it you know what I'm saying like you know cats cats get caught up in in being an extension of something that they deem successful. Mm, okay. I like I like what you said because in today's climate, public enemy would have been the top group in the game. And mm-hmm. I think I think the industry has made it so that the public enemy sound does not come back the way it was when it flourished. You know? Right. And right. and seeing so I was like that hey, so what you was gonna say. No, no, that's hundred percent right. Um, and you know, and when they, you know, when they when they force feed something, then then they'll have you, you know, humming whatever they're force feeding. You know, if they play something that's you know, lati lati lati, you know, twenty five times a day on every station, then you know you'll find yourself in the car lati lati lati. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that could easily be something of substance. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know, like it's. It, it it all plays into I think an agenda that's above our heads anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't combat it like we have been. You know, there's been many agendas above our heads that we've been combating. Like sometimes I have you in a fight you didn't even realize you was in. But um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't mean you can't win. Well, uh, doesn't mean you can't all win. All right. Most the most influential record that changed your life. And it helped you make your own influential record. Hmm. Jeez. Uh, honestly, I would have to say, um, it's not a hip hop record. It would be, um, okay. Songs in the Key of Life by, uh, by, uh, Stevie Wonder. When I was a kid, like I learned all of the words that came with this, came with a, you know, like with the words written in a, in a songbook. 
and I learned all of the words, you know, even in Spanish and Swahili. And it was like really the first album that introduced me to the power of words. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really came to see, see how powerful words were as a result of that album. Hmm. Okay. And how did it help you make your most influential record as well? Um, I think I always just came from a place where writing, I, I you know, I, I always felt comfortable to be, to be honest, and and to just honestly speak to what I saw, you know, be it within myself or within society. Okay. All right. I, I respect that. With hip-hop now going through another renewal due to the, the Donald Trump era of America, how important is it now for MCs to tell the truth instead of telling the fantasy of being rich and having things, having things in your opinion? Um, very. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. Um, hip-hop is braggadocious in, in, in art form, you know, and that doesn't have to change. I'm not asking everyone to become uh Chuck D, you know, or KRS. Everyone isn't even capable. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. but there's a reality that everyone is capable of. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes even with more depth than Chuck D or K R S can offer. You know what I'm saying? If you're honest. You know what I'm saying? And um you know like like that, and that goes to being an artist. Like you know, like, like, like a lot of the cats got it in them. They just don't realize they got it in them because they're not being themselves. And you know, like, and and it, and 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 they're doing a horrible job of being whoever they're trying to be. You know, so so they're trying to push this narrative that that the things, the baubles of life, give them. uh give them rank but that's not true you know what i'm saying like those are those are those are those are all passing those are those are things that you'll lose literally like you know like lose like you know like not to say that it'll even be taken like you'll literally lose you know what i'm saying because they literally don't matter you know what i'm saying like you know and you know like people and 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 the realities of your life that are to be taken care of, your family and all, you know, like, you, you know, like, you know, I hope you're not too old or, or too far gone on the path that you're on before you realize what really matters in life, you know, so, you know, like, and, you know, like, those are, those are all records. Those are all records that, that can exist with every record that exists right now because that's where I come from, whereas, you know, like, there was silly records and dumb records and, and, you know, shit, there was whack records. Every record wasn't dope. But we all, called, called, everything existed together. There was, you know, killer records. There was, you know, records that taught you about the, 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 the countries of Africa. I mean, you know, the, I mean, like, you know, like, you get anything from a record. You know what I'm saying? Like, from the police to the TV dance. You know, like, it was all there. You know? And um, it 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 could be that again, you know. what I'm Saying like we're 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 smart enough to differentiate what we need from our from our music, given the opportunity. 
So I have I have three more questions, and then we're going to close out the interview. How'd you like the interview tonight? Is Heritage Hip Hop give you a a, a stellar, meaningful interview? Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I appreciate All it. Right. You know, it was a good conversation. Thank you for that, and I appreciate your words. So one of the um one of the final three questions I'm gonna ask you is this: You're from Queens, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what side yeah. of Queens are you from? The Storia Projects and and the Bland Projects from Flushing. Flushing. All right. Flushing. So when we think of Queens, right, we think of Queens and we think of Brooklyn as two of the lead voices when it comes to hip-hop and hip-hop music. And Queens is so big that Queens has so many different pockets of hip-hop within it. What makes your area of Queens different from Left Rack and Queensbridge, et cetera, et cetera, Southside Jamaica and all that? Well, how does, how does your side um, differentiate itself from old sides of um, Queens, hip-hop-wise? Well, my project is two projects over from Queensbridge. Um, okay. I'm from Astoria Project. That's from that's an Astoria. And and my grandparents on the Spanish side lived in the Bland and Flushing. So I was always between the two. Um, and Queens is, like, definitely its own, you know, like, definitely its, 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 its own universe as, as far as hip-hop, I think, whereas, you know, there's there's definitely some different different dope dopenesses that you can get from different areas at different points in time from you know from a from a salt and pepper to an ll young ll which young ll was so instrumental again you look at crush groove ll and you know like try to bottle that you know what I'm saying like to you know saying to to mob deep to tragedy to nature <laughs> To, you know what I'm saying, to, um, man, to Cool G Rap, you know what I'm saying, to mm-hmm. Tip and Fife, you know what I'm saying, like, man, like, to 50, you know what I'm saying, to Lloyd, thanks, you know what I'm saying, like, yo, like, Queens is, Queens is beastly, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, shoot, uh, where the, like, okay. do the James, like, 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 <laughs> Like Queens is Queens has always been like this masterful spot. Like you know, and Queens is you know always kind of halfway been a little bit of suburbia on the outside. So you know, like you know, it's not a lot of it's not a lot of pro- like like tall buildings as far as like you, where you'll see in Harlem or where you'll see in the Bronx or even Brooklyn for that matter. So Queens kind of you know gets the mystique of of being a little bit more well to do than some of the other boroughs, but that's just a straight gasoline. That, that's like, you know, saying that there's houses in Compton. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cats, cats in Compton ain't, you know, like, like they ain't trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everyone's reality is their reality. So Queens reality, like, I think the MCs of Queens have etched out very well the stance. You know uh, uh, of of Queens in, in, in hip hop. So Queens Queens is Queens is very masterful. Word. In my in my opinion, I'm biased. I'm from New Jersey. I say New Jersey has the best hip hop on the planet. That's just me. You know right. what I'm <laughs> I ain't but, mad at you. But when it comes to hip hop, we always say it's Brooklyn versus Queens on everything. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And in my opinion, Brooklyn edges out Queens in one thing. And that is that Brooklyn was able to come together and make a single together and make a hit at that. 
twice uh-huh. and three times over, which is the Crooklyn Dodgers. And, uh-huh. they, and they didn't take their top-tier best MCs that people could say at the time or whatever and, and make the song. They came together as a borough to create a hit. My question mm-hmm. to you is, in your opinion, if we had a Queens version of the Crooklyn Dodgers, who would be the three? Who do you think would put Queens on a, on a whole other light and, and make people mm-hmm. look at my like, oh, that's crazy. Like, who do you think that would be? And you can include yourself Ooh. if you want to. Let me see. Oh, that would be that would be dope. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, uh, that would be really dope. I think would be. Um, I would say, me, tragedy, Gaddafi, and nature. Hmm. That's I like that. interesting. Wow. All right, so when you <laughs> going right. to do it? When you going to do it? I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, all right. I need, I need to put that in motion. I need yeah. to put that in motion. I think that, I think that would just be dope just to hear. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tragedy, Gaddafi is one of the most underappreciated MCs in history to me. <sighs> amazing. To me. Amazing MC. Amazing uh, MC. And, and very knowledgeable. And in nature, nature has that voice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So and he's gonna too. hit you with something. Yeah, yeah, nature, yeah, and his master for what his word. So yeah, yo, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, who's gonna produce it? Ah, uh, hmm. large professor. Yeah, see, that's it. All right, yeah. let's extra P. What's good? Let's make it happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> I thank you for coming on the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. You, you made, no, you made me happen, as man. a person who loves. Thank you. You made somebody who loves hip hop appreciate the art of the conversation, the interview, and even learning. More than anything, the Bible says that when you go to a knowledgeable man, you go to his doorsteps and you, and you have your manuscript so you can write down his words and you can keep them close to you. You know what I'm saying? So with that, with that knowledge, my final question, I usually ask people about their legacies. Now, you have been in the game, so I'm going to ask your legacy question this way. You have been a highly influential person when it comes to dress, voice, style, and delivery on the microphone. When they go to the Hip Hop Hall of Fame and they see your 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 your, your hologram, because you know technology's taking over, they see your hologram. Right. What will be the one thing you think people will say endured about you that it keeps inspiring people two, three to five hundred years later about your style? Mm. <clears throat> that he finished better than he began. All right, all right, enough said. So, right. so everybody out there that's listening. Always remember to finish whatever you create because the ending will be just as masterful, if not better, than the beginning of your journey. Your goal Without isn't question. to finish. Your goal is to complete. You see what I'm saying? No, no. So thank you. Indeed. This is Karev from Heritage Hip Hop with Drez of Black Sheep of The Choice Is Yours, of Wolf and She's Clothing, and Dilla Drums out right now, song with Chug D. Make sure you go get that and support his movement on his website. What's the website again? Poolofgenius.com. Poolofgenius.com. Remember, we own our music. We do not stream, and we urge you to do that, too. And with that being right. said, we say peace. Peace. And we out. Thank no you, doubt. Love Thank you love. very much. Thank All you, right. family. One. Peace. Shout out to Dress of the Black Sheep for continuing to make a mark in hip-hop. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of jewels is dropped on this one, and a lot of good words, you know? I'd like to give a shout out to Everybody out there, Queens hip-hop, Jersey hip-hop, Brooklyn hip-hop, hip-hop all over the world. 
because our greats laid down a foundation to inspire us. And one thing Black Sheep has always done it was bring flow, integrity, and artistry to the game. And Drez continues to do that. So make sure you go to poolofgenius.com to look for his new videos, new music, and more. Salute to the OG and thank you for the interview. This interview is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com, where we are more than music, and we introduce your future favorite artist to you today. Please check us out at HeritageHipHop.com, become a member, and hear exclusive music, exclusive playlists, videos, and all types of podcast interviews just like this one. You can follow Heritage Hip Hop on Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are everywhere, all at the same time. And all that's missing or making Heritage Hip Hop go to the next level is you. If you'd like to donate to Heritage Hip Hop, you could donate to Cash App, Dollar Sign, Heritage Hip Hop. Anything you give is appreciated and it helps to build this platform. We'd like to say thank you to MJ's Hip Hop's Connects. Uh, she supplies us so much dopeness and she's also made us a member of the Heat DJs. Thank you, MJ, for everything that you do. Salute to the Fleet DJs, DJ Big A, especially Tommy Guns, the Goodfellas TV. Recap with the Goodfellas. I'm also a co-host on that. So salute to them. Salute to 8 Squad, Rebel Radio, my team, Michael Bradley, Lex Pierre, Fire Jaws, and my partner, BQ of Fatty's Place. Everybody out there, thank you for um, much appreciation to all of you to help us build Heritage Hip Hop. We ask that you stay safe. Make sure COVID's not over. So make sure you you stay um you stay safe and you keep your health up. We'd like to give a shout out and a remembrance to everybody out there who's lost people during this time because this is a very serious time we're in and it's not over yet. Please love yourselves, love your family, and love everybody around you and appreciate life because every day somebody's not waking up. And the simple fact you can hear my voice and share your ideas and voice with other people is a blessing. So please recognize those blessings and stay safe and appreciate everybody else's life. Be safe out there, please. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We're almost at 100. We're at 93. We got seven more to go. And the Heritage Hip Hop Awards is coming up this, well, very soon. We got our midway point. So we're going to introduce that very soon. So to everybody out there that's celebrating with us and, and, and happy to be, you know, alive and well with us, we thank you. We share this hip hop with you. Please join us for more. And with that being said, this is Karel from Heritage Hip Hop saying peace. And we out.